Hi everyone, welcome back to Drinks at Dana's. I'm here with Chris and Jess from the L Word Online and today we're of course going to be discussing episode two from season three of the L Word Generation Q, Los Angeles Traffic. And this was a big, big, big episode with swooping changes throughout the show. So there's a lot to discuss and we're going to get right into it, I think. So how are you guys doing? Yeah, good. It's about 30 degrees here, so I'm sweaty. (laughs) (laughs) It's freezing here and it's dark. It's six in the morning. (laughs) Good. Turkey hangover from Thanksgiving. Oh, I'm so jealous. I want some turkey leftovers. I didn't send you a picture this year. <gasps> I've sent you a picture every year for like the last 10 years. I know. I said happy Thanksgiving and you got I got no reply. <laughs> Sorry. Jess not replying? No. All right. She's great texting. <laughs> I think a lot of people were, were getting reminiscent vibes because this episode aired over Thanksgiving weekend or th- Thanksgiving week. Like happy Thanksgiving to everyone because... It, it gave everyone, I think, that flashback to when you first discover the L word, you're probably like in high school or college and you have to like sneak showtime. So everybody's like at their Thanksgiving turkey, like I need to go and watch Bet and Tina like rail each other, even though it's just the year 2022. And that's what I'm thankful for in the year 2022. <laughs> This was a great Bentina episode. I mean, Bentina fans yes. right now are like, they may have all had heart attacks. I don't know how many will actually tune in because like so excited right now. It was a very, I, very I, good. I feel as though there was like this massive, like absolute peak where the episode had just as like aired when I was making my videos and stuff where I was so happy. But then by the time I put my, like I'd done editing my video because I, talked and thought about it so much then like the the thoughts started to creep in like why have we done nothing for two years and then we've done everything in one episode (laughs) and why why is that you know just after a day being like screw long distance relationships or anything like I'm off to the airport without a jacket and no passport baby let's go to Toronto (laughs) I know it's a tv show I'm taking it too seriously but you know what I mean (laughs) yep it all had to happen right then and there so will we start at the beginning to get to our grand crescendo we start off basically exactly where we we left off which I also was thankful heard of in in Elwood I know they're really bad. <laughs> it, it picked up right where it left off. They're really throwing some wrenches in the work this season. <laughs> it's like we're um, in bizarro Elwood land. Everything upside down. They couldn't get rid of of Angie fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she totally did do the whole nope and then left. <laughs> so that yeah, we basically my also my my complaint last week about the hair. I was thinking and, about and, you. A more minor complaint also last week, but was accelerated greatly this week was, can someone turn a goddamn light on, please? (laughs) Between the hair and the light, like... It was very dark. Tiny little, like, grievance because obviously like putting out all this L word content, like I want a perfect screenshot to do a perfect thumbnail. And when you can't get one from an episode of, of people kissing, like, I mean first world problems but please 
please <laughs> turn the lights on, push the hair back. <laughs> but you got an entire cold open of Bentina having sex, so I know, yeah. I I can't be can't be uh, greedy, but I love that bit where sh- where Bet was saying it's been a long time. Like uh, I'm different. I seriously like that hit me like right in the heart. I was like, that's so. I don't know. Like, I started calculating because I'm like, wait, how long has it been? How yeah. long? Because we're so. The showtime's always so unclear of like the timeline mm-hmm. and how much time has passed and how many years. And I'm like, wait, how long were they like? Like on a break or like separated (laughs) before they were actually divorced. Divorced, yeah. Like I have no idea. I have no idea what age Angie was when they like actually got divorced. I'm like, I mean, not not to be like that person, but I I I think that I'm an Elwood historian, and you know, I don't even have a definite answer for you, but we know that they got like they got divorced right around when Kit's funeral was. Kit passed away, and that wasn't you know a super long time ago i'm i'm and it seems as though carrie was the first person that tina dated like seriously after so i think when we see them in in season one it's been like two or three years maybe because it also seems like there's no you know like angie is like my parents are divorced there's no kind of toing and froing about it so I, I do think like at least two years has passed but honestly if we'll ever get a clear answer I don't know so roughly three years ish because well, my brain is saying that like oh it's like mm. 10 years but I'm like no that's just right. been how long yeah. we it's been for it us like, <laughs> yeah yeah 2009 was when was when season six aired so oh god I feel so old I know yeah nearly, nearly 15 I mean after this episode though I feel like they're just gonna be like We've been together for 25 years, which I'm fine with. <laughs> but also, I mean, yeah. Also, I, I get I get that line, but also Jennifer Beals is, like, flawless. So it's like, really? Come on. You look better yeah. than you did, like, five years ago. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> whatever it's, it's like, okay. I did notice that their nudity clause is still in action. Well, well I, I was mostly, like, checking out their lingerie. Like, oh, what are they wearing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Like, I know... One also, I will always say, uh, Laurel Holloman has never had a bad sex scene and the, the streak continues. But there was a lot of people that were like, I wouldn't say disappointed, but they wanted like more. And I just, I cannot get on that train. Like I was completely happy. Like I th- I thought we got more than we, we ever would. I really didn't think that, w- that we would get that again. And Who's to say we're not going to get more, you know? Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. There's there's still episodes to go this season, so. I didn't love the song they played over the top of it. I absolutely fucking hated it, so. It was, it just <laughs> didn't go. I didn't find it that it went. It was just awkward, weird. I was like, like, when you notice a song in the background, that's when I think, yeah. oh, something's wrong. But when it's like flawless, then, then yeah, it should, it, you shouldn't notice the song. I didn't, I didn't like even even last week i i can't remember whether we talked about this last week or not but the the scene where they like actually kiss is so much better without the music because it's such a big moment like i don't want it to be overpowered by i don't know i'm i'm not also i'm not like a huge music person so that could be me also but so yeah 10 out of 10 well done ladies well done Thank you. <laughs> I thought it was really good. I was impressed. It felt like, you know, classic, L, like the good L word scenes that we like. Mm, 
Yeah. Chris yeah. just doesn't like Bet and Tina. Yeah, I just don't like them. <laughs> I'm reserving like, my judgment, not just uh, I'm reserving the right. Boo, boo, <laughs> boo. I was about to say, I was about, I was about to say that you'd say, show me anyone else having sex, but I'm like, that's not true either. You hate everyone except yeah. for like one couple. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You're like, just this true. person that I think is hot is the only one I want to see. <laughs> hate is a strong word. I don't hate them. I know. I just thought the scene was a little mediocre for me. <laughs> After 12 years <laughs> waiting. Like, I'm not a fan of theirs, but but if I was, I would have been disappointed in that scene because I was like, I want more. It's too, like you said, too dark, can't say anything, music's too loud. It was very short. It was very short. I'm a fan of them when they're good, and this was definitely, like, a good Bentina episode. Yeah, I'll, listen, I'll take what I can fucking get. So <laughs> I could just, I could practically hear like the squeals around the world of <laughs> oh my god, Bettina stands. Yes, enjoying this episode. Yeah, I mean that that's that's kind of like what I I said this in my video. Like stuff like this is, and it it's so much bigger than just tv show because there is like that connection that i think most people who watch the show like this was their foundational knowledge of like it's okay that you have these feelings and it's okay like you can still have this love or whatever you want to have and i just think that when you're still able to tap into that like i've thought this about them since i was like 16 years old and to also see them even like as actors and stuff still have the chemistry and things to be able to to reach people in that way to have such a huge emotional impact I mean that's what you want you want people to feel things like not to get too like you know bad or something but it's art and you're absolutely touching people in that way that it's it's not some like I don't know like cheap and dirty soap where it's like oh they're just hot like there's so much more to it than that I feel like they gave the fans what they've been asking for yeah and specifically Jennifer Beals and Laurel Holloman gave us that (laughs) so (laughs) because it wouldn't have happened without them that's for that's for damn sure so yeah on to our one scene where Gigi interacted with a human being right yeah Yeah. (laughs) her other two scenes were alone Unless they were alone. Yeah. She was still flawless by herself in that scene. I know, but like it's so strange to me. She just she just like looked already like she's she's given up. Like Mm -hmm. her whole energy and her demeanor was already like, oh well. I I pretty much have left. I don't know. I just got this I don't blame Sappy one damn bit. I know, I don't blame her either. I'm like, (laughs) well, yeah. I'm with her, but like she already looks very much like Peace out, bro. Like, <laughs> she's tapped out. She's yeah. just doing the scenes because she has to, which is sad because I really like Gigi. It's a high crime. I also feel like the writing for her has gotten a little bit, like, shorter and direct and, like, meaner. They have to go. Like, that's it. Like, they've just said, we have to get this character out in as few episodes as possible and they don't care how they do it. Yeah, it just feels very much like they character assassinated her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, somebody said this yesterday in, I think it was in my live, Jess and I were talking about the fact that Seppi's leaving and all that stuff. And 
somebody was like, I wouldn't be surprised if next episode, because they're character assassinating, if next episode it was like, Gigi's been cheating with Nat all along. Like, I just, it it, it wouldn't shock me. <laughs> yeah. Well, we know something's going to happen because in the preview, we see her throwing the, Danny, yeah. Danny's throwing a beverage yeah. at a car. I mean, I'm, I'm assu- I've been assuming since that trailer came out that Nat and Gigi were in there. Because they it, they go to Alice's hundredth episode. So. Yeah, they're holding hands in the preview, mm. which I'm like, mm, don't like it. I also didn't like that Gigi called uh, Danny Daniela. Oh, I love that. I, no, not in the no, tone I that she it. used. Oh, because she was all very like Daniela, like she was in trouble. Like when parents say your full name, I was like, no, I don't like that tone. If she was saying it in a playful way, I would have. Yeah, I would be all over that, but. She hadn't, we hadn't seen her do that before. Not that we, you know, yada yada over a year of their relationship, but anyway. I'm totally on Gigi's side with this one, though. She called mm-hmm. Danny out for acting like a child, and it kind of shut her up a little bit. And I'm like, yeah. Then See, then she has to go check in with all her other friends and be like, it's, it's like, you know, am I the asshole? Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, da- like Danny's being kind of character assassinated. Too. Like I feel like she'd grown in like the last season. Last season she seemed more mature. Now oh, it seems with like two they, days with Gigi, she was like more mature. Yeah, yeah. now it's just like, like they've slid Danny. her backwards again. And it's been a year, like and, and the not only has it been a year, but Danny said, like, oh, this has been the hardest year of my life. And like when you go through shit like that, like you I hate using the word change for people because I believe people like fundamentally who that are who they are but as the case with Bet, like you can go to therapy you can improve grow whatever and I feel as though in it the hardest year of her life like Danny would have gone through some shit and like it, it just I don't know why they've just suddenly had her be this like petulant or something it's it's just really bizarre so next we go over to Casadel Shane and Tess and they're in bed talking about the other property because they have the only lesbian bar in LA as we know. I know and it's strange that they have two and again I'm yeah. like right next Why door ne- to the other Yeah, property. right next door to each other. Like that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> two lesbian bars next to each other. I don't know. But also I wonder how well they are doing because as we three all know, the semi-tropic, the real data is tiny. So, like, how bit you know how busy can it be? I mean, it's kind of true that like there are no lesbian bars in LA. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's like nights and stuff. I don't know. Someone yeah. tell me if there's any permanent lesbian specific bars. I don't know of any. I'll let you know in January when I'm there for the watch party, doing my lesbian bar tour. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> There's like some queer bars. So thoughts, feelings on what's going on with Shane. I mean, Ugh. I don't like it. She's being very pushy. Well, like, and in that every- scene when they're like in bed and Shane's like Shane's asking her, if she's trying to like I don't know seduce her or something, manipulate her. her. Yes, I'm like, so she's just spending Shane's money now because Tess isn't going to mm-hmm. open a bar. I mean, Shane's the one with the bankroll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and the fact that Shane already said, I'll think about it, and then she's like, Oh, you know, you still haven't said yes, she, dude. She said she'd think about it, like, <laughs> it's kind of annoying. And she's and then and then literally takes a phone call with the inspector, like saying there's an inspector arranged already, like, she's already going ahead with it, which also costs money, yeah. 
shiny That's honey. That's some like passive aggressive like wife BS right there. Some like yeah, yeah. Those, those are usually like spousal issues, not like girlfriend. But again, issues. they they needed to put some kind of like something in there for Shane to get wiggly. Mm. I remember as well. This was I think this was probably back back between season one and two hiatus. I remember Kate like being really like the last thing I want is for Shane to just do what she did in the original like cheat and so so i do find this this uh, uh bizarre because i mean i feel like they're really the stuff with the later on in the episode too and even the previews where it seems evident what's gonna happen so i don't know whether they're setting this all up but yeah <laughs> they totally are there was a text from ivy at some point as well yeah i mean i i think that uh jamie clayton is amazing like she is a great person and she was so wonderful to me and i i just don't know why you would especially on a tv show where you're with the cast all the time they're in these characters for years and years why you wouldn't pull on that thread a little bit of her because she has such a great personality and tess it's like outside the mom and the bar like we don't even really tap into a lot to do with like her alcoholism or anything because sometimes I feel as though they they make it like oh so you stop drinking and you're like cured and it's like it's an ongoing thing all the time so maybe we're gonna get that next episode when when Carrie comes back and like Finley and stuff but I would like to know more about Tess from the stuff we've already established like stuff like that rather than like bringing in the mom and stuff just to kind of be like oh here's tessa's personality or whatever mm. well yeah to me it seems more like tess was holding that like ex-alcoholic card who's going to help finley mm-hmm. and then they've kind of now now they're angling to replace with kerry yeah so i feel like the tess and the alcohol storyline's now gone and we got that for a brief moment in this episode when Finley's calling Tess and Tess is like busy. Which again doesn't seem like her. Like no. like I mean, at least not how her personality was originally, where she seemed mm-hmm. like someone who would drop, drop anything every, yeah. to help someone. Yeah. Yeah. And especially like relationships where she wouldn't hold like a romantic relationship above, you know, a friendship or something. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't seem like her. I don't know. This whole season to me seems like almost someone who's Bizarre like bipolar universe. and she's in kind of like a you know manic state right now a little bit as if like oh everything's you know perfect peachy and yeah mm-hmm. and like very high energy and like let's do stuff and yeah it just seems very different from how Tess was before yeah so next up is the pick begin of the Pictionary setup of the Pictionary Finley saying she played games in sober sober living, and Sophie doesn't like to lose. And Sophie's saying that that uh, Maribel doesn't like Finley. It's just Maribel; yeah. she hates you. Like, yeah, not... yeah. Jesus, yeah. Does it seem like Sophie knows a ton about Micah and Maribel's relationship as much as you would if they're your roommates and your sister? Uh, yeah, and I'm just gonna be gonna be truthful too. I. And I did mention, I've mentioned this in other places too, that I, the first watch through, I couldn't do it. I fast forwarded a lot of these scenes because I... Ash, fast forwarded the L word. I know, I know, I know. I am like 
the audience, like I talk about the show 19 hours a day, every day. And I, I just couldn't. And also I feel as though certainly my audience feels the same way. And when the show's on, there's like over a million people a month that come through my channel. And if you look at my retention, like even our retention in drinks at Dana's, you literally just see people skipping over. Like it, this, Sophie, I'm telling you, it, I'll show you the graph later. Like it is the strangest retention graph I've ever seen in my life. And I have tried to share this information with, with shows just out of their own interest. I've been like, oh, you know, like there's a million people that come through here and this is what they're doing. That maybe be of interest, but they're not interested. So you, I'll show you, it's, it's insane. Like you just see huge dips. This reminds me of when Jess and I used to watch it. We used to skip everything that didn't have Shane and Alice in it, which made the episode, what, like two minutes long? <laughs> That's about what you're going to be getting soon. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and then we go back to Alice and Shane and Bet and Tina. You mean the best scene of, of Gen Q? The best scene of Gen Q, like, oh my god, we were capable of goddamn this the whole time, like, oh god, it was just like the original, like, really, it was, it was brilliant, like, everything about that scene, I fucking loved it, everyone was great, I just loved everything about it, like, Alice and Shade and their little, like, they were the bickering. <laughs> Yeah, the little, like, Alice, like, it's like, no time has changed. Yes, it is like, no time has changed for these few little precious minutes. And even Bet and Tina coming in and, oh, God, I just loved it. Loved every second of it. To, like, force myself to be like, wait, they're at Dana's, not the planet. <laughs> I know. In my review, I kept saying, wanting to say at the planet. The lighting seemed very planety. I don't know yeah. what it was about that. And then they sat down and they were having that little conversation. I felt like yeah. Alice, Alice and Shane were like, me and you, Jess. We were, well, maybe not you because you're more into it. But the whole where they're like, what's the difference between DC and Marvel? Like, oh, like, and like, who's Jojo Siwa? Like, <laughs> it was, it's like me talking to you two. <laughs> like when they said Kalani's going to be on the episode and we were like, Who's Kalani? <laughs> okay, at least I know yeah. who Jojo Siwa is. Oh yeah, I do too. I do know who that is, but <laughs> but if I was just like, yep, gotcha. Or it's like yeah. most old people everywhere. It's like, yeah, I don't know who these people are. And then oh. Shane going, I only understand half of what she said. <laughs> yeah. Um... Although I do love Bets. Like I never liked that kid. Oh yeah, Jordy. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, there's a glimpse of old bet. I'm like, yeah, we can tell. <laughs> you did not like Jordy. Love this scene. Ten out of ten. Well done. Well done. Whoever whoever wrote this scene, continue. Keep, <laughs> Keep going. And I also yeah. love that Auntie Shane knows what happened with Angie. Where, yes. Like, no oh yeah. Oh no. <laughs> They're like, what? What happened? Terrible parents. <laughs> See, things like that, the fact that, like, 
they don't they don't have to like spoon for, you know and the whole point of that is at the end of the episode when she's like i have shane i have other people outside of you guys that they have this other relationship that they've they've built that shane and angie relationship like over the season with these little things not being like shoving 10 of them in one episode and being like look 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 at look at this look like it's it's organic so uh, yeah i really like the shane and, and angie relationship i think the next scene might be the pictionary scene uh, <laughs> what a pictionary every time it cut back to the pictionary i just kept getting irrationally angry uh, i was just like well at least finley's being funny <laughs> finley was perfect i'm sorry yeah. Finley's yeah. Still perfect. finley was awesome i finley's the only i i out of that that scene like i i like finley and i could take or leave the others it was so awkward she, with the whole baby thing. I'm like, she's ugh. so just like wants everyone to like her again, and it's just trying so hard to like be nice to people, and accidentally lets the cat out of the bag about mm. the baby thing. And poor Finley is just like, oh, not a strong start for me. Yeah, <laughs> like she's just trying to have this nice little night, and you know, make friends with Maribel, who is not having it. But Finley is nice too, like. It's not like she's doing it to be like fake or anything. So yeah, oh, I lo- I do like Finley. She is the puppy. I just want everyone to be better for- to her. You know. Yeah. yeah. Must yeah. protect Finley at all costs. Because we know we're like her family shit, and it's like That's her friends should not say. be letting her down. You know. Bet and Danny finally some little crumbs of. I'm I'm glad I was really annoyed last season when they had them arguing because I think that there was a real prospect there for bet and danny i i talked about this with with jess last night we were saying because she feels the same way you guys do about sophie and finley the like the better as friends and there was pieces in this episode of what could have been because i honestly feel as though they should have done gen q as like the alice bet and shane show and introduced like Sophie with Alice at work, Bet, Danny, you know, that stuff they had going on. And if you had them coming in in like these organic ways, instead of being like, this is the new friend group, like they're the, they're the mains, they have as much screen time as the others, blah, blah, blah. That because you were straight away doing that, it's a huge cast. And then it was pushing down like the screen time of the OGs, which is why people are coming to the show in the first place. So, I mean, the the Bet and Danny stuff, like, I really, I, I liked it, but I feel as though that's kind of it now. Yeah, I, I'm glad that they repaired the relationship and that they're good, but I don't know why they had to have them kind of argue in the first place. But yeah, Bet was the one giving Danny, like, adult advice again <laughs> about Gigi. She was like, can yeah, I talk yeah. about Gigi? She's like, sure. Yeah, but then Danny has to see Bet with her ex all night long, which I'm sure yeah. being very friendly with her ex, which definitely doesn't help uh, Danny's situation with Gigi and that interacting. But yeah, we get another fun Shane and Alice time and fan-pleasing Bet and Tina time at the um, art opening. Yes, 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 yes. I did like the little Nexium thing. 
I had to Google it because I was like, have I heard about this before? Is this made up in the old word land? And, and I was like, I have a video on my second channel. <laughs> you can watch. <laughs> the whole Alison Mack thing that I was obsessed with for a bit there. I was like, oh, yeah. it's that one. But I'm pretty sure it's non-existent now, is it? No, it's um, my, my videos on Alison Mack and Nexium. Uh, it's on my second channel. If you would like to look, watch, it's called Coffee and Colts. Uh, but um, find out she's in jails. I was like, what? I know. Yeah, she's in she's in Dublin in uh, jail. To like, yeah, she I think she gets out next next year. But there's still people that are that are in it. That Nikki Klein, I think, from Battlestar Galactica. There's a show called The Vow, and they did the second season, and they interview. And there's still people that are like die hard, like in it, even though he's in jail. Although that could have been an interesting <laughs> yeah. storyline. Yeah. <laughs> Run away. It'll be like that. Uh, what was the vampire chick that she dated for a second? That's it. Oh, yeah. Uda. Uda. <laughs> Uda. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, at the gallery, I, I really obviously, obviously liked all the stuff at the gallery. And then I told you, I saw that in the previews and I was like, they're going to recreate the whole earring gallery thing. And... It was so cute. And I loved how they're, I, I just, they were so cute. Little walking around and like, even when they're like talking to each other, you can see them like pushing against each other. Like, cause they're, they're just so cute. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Oh, there was that one shot of them looking at the artwork and they both kind of tilt in looking at it. I'm like, yeah. I yeah. swear that that's a recreation, right? Yeah. There's lots of that stuff in, in this. Oh, cause I was like, I wrote in my notes, Ash has to give us the parallels. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, there's a video coming out today, baby. By the time you listen to this, <laughs> there's a video. Yeah, because there was even stuff like uh, what they're we like what they're wearing and stuff. There was a lot of like mirroring other scenes and blah, blah, blah. I, I mean, this is the thing. This all exists in my head. I don't know whether <laughs> whether like I feel as though there were some decisions that Jennifer and Laurel would definitely make. I would never talk about actors this way because I think otherwise people like show up, read their lines, get paid. That's it. But they're definitely different and are a lot more involved in like their like they've been playing the characters 20 years. Like they know what's going on. Like Jennifer's an executive producer. And I think that they there's things that they've done that like maybe anybody else isn't even aware that's going on. But a lot of it matches up like too fucking perfectly too. So, so yeah. So they they're at the Marcus Allenwood thing, and we get like a few scenes here where, obviously, Kayla and Mrs. Allenwood. I can't remember her first name. If she get if we got first name, they're at the the show, and yeah, Bet and Tina are just being adorable, and they have. A discussion with Angie and I did I mean they don't have much choice let's be honest because you know we know they're not in whatever six episodes now and then they're coming back but they I feel as though if they were in the rest of the season they maybe wouldn't have done this but the way they're so like we're back together like it's not you know, normally they're like, oh, we got to see and we got to talk and we got to this and that. But I did like the way they were just, I mean, they 
had a falling out like two seconds later, but we'll get to that. I love how Shane was just like, I told you, I told you this was going to (laughs) happen. See, no, I, this is, this is, I, when Shane is walking towards Beth, I think she was saying to Alice, I told you about the Keith Raniere thing. And then it wasn't too bad. That's what I thought anyway. Oh no, I thought she was saying it to Alice, but I, 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 I thought it was they saw Ben Tina talking and then one storm off and they've turned oh. out and as as yeah. they're walking towards them Shane says to Alice I told you see I, w- I wouldn't think Shane would say that they're Just... already talking about their relationship behind their back oh <laughs> yeah just... yeah see I w- I no I thought she was saying it about the the Keith Raniere thing like I told you she's a psycho <laughs> or she was in a cult or whatever no because that, that, hap- yeah, that hadn't no, happened yet no I, I don't think that had happened yeah, yeah, had she had the cut. It was in the scene beforehand where she was saying there's yeah. red flags. It's just the way Shane it's the way Shane says it. She's like, I told you that would happen and then it was like so I just don't think Shane would say that. That they would have a fight two seconds after getting together. Yeah, I mean maybe Shane thinks that in her head, but I but I don't think Shane would say that. Would talk about stuff like that. They're not saying it to Bet. This she's saying it to Ellis. Yeah, I thought she was saying that like, oh, see, Bet screwed it up already. And- yeah, yeah. No, I don't. Th- no, I don't think she would say that. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, we need our viewers to help us watch that scene and see in what order it happens. Okay, I'm gonna run a poll. Yeah, run a poll on your Insta. Oh no, you can't do it on yours because your 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 fans are uh, biased like you. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you i you know what i love your fans but they... people people tell me all the time you're bi- you're biased you're biased and i'm like yes i fucking know like i'm not hiding anything <laughs> so just to go back because we're, we're jumping around a little bit today but when angie and kayla are talking kayla's her half biological sister and angie says about this could be my hoe phase. I did not care for that. No, I don't want to see Angie have a hoe phase. No. She's like the little baby of the that we remember being a little baby. We don't want to see you have a hoe phase. Yeah, but I'm still like, you're 18 years old. You're away from home. You're at college. Yes, you should not be with your high school girlfriend. This is the perfect time to date people. Yes. I'm all for it's it. It's true, but I don't just be don't, sad. Don't be I sad just, she broke up with you. No. Mm. She but I just don't great. particularly want to see her whole face. <laughs> yeah, because I think we're gonna see it, judge on judging on that the trailer where she throws the rock, because the car that she throws the rock through is shown in another split second in the trailer with like a Titanic this is an old reference handprint thing. So but like from the beginning, you can see it's set up because that guy was with mm. the other crazy guy who's just interested in Bet for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And obviously they want something. And so when she's like, oh, yeah, she's just my mom, the guy's like, oh, hello. Well, yeah, he could just be a one-night stand, but he could also be wanting something to do with Bet, maybe. I don't know. I like that she kind of put him in his place and then I was a little disappointed to see them making out later. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you have I, the perfect I, walk away moment. Like, mm, just keep it there. Yeah. Yeah. Never. But also, like, she drives off at the end and he's like, can I have your number? And she's like, Shh. I'm like, how are they ever going to find each other ever again? Like, <laughs> it's LA. It's a big city. <laughs> I'm sure they'll go on social media to the 
who were you know event of marcus and every tv show and movie they were like let me just dm them and i'm like how are you even gonna find them like they're just like boop, boop, boop. oh i can find anyone 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 that sounds like a challenge <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> how do you think that i got this channel in the first place <laughs> finding shit on social media i didn't have any in the beginning i didn't have anything to work with <laughs> you know you know what that's like Yep. Because Showtime don't give us anything. <laughs> <laughs> so Shane and Alice have a very important conversation. Yes. At the art gallery. It's really funny. Very important conversation where Alice calls Shane out, which I yeah. love. <laughs> yep. I love that someone's acknowledging it because Shane usually kind of self-implodes like off, like on mm-hmm. her own, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, without <laughs> input from her friends until it's too late. And, and like you said, Ash, that like Kate had previously said that she didn't want her character to keep repeating this. And it's just felt Shane's storyline has felt kind of tired. Like we've seen this before, yeah. like same pattern. So I love that Alice called her out for when things get too real. For me, it's the opposite. I'm like, oh yes, old Shane is back. (laughs) (laughs) I missed her. But, like, it's so funny, like, she gives the eyes to the waitress and <laughs> immediately mm-hmm. she, Alice is like, what was that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that. I love that they're all yeah. close enough friends that they can track and yeah. call each other out on that. So, yeah, Shane's just yeah. like, what? And she's like, oh, no. <laughs> like, Alice immediately knows. She's like, oh, no. It's happened. <laughs> she's like, I'm literally watching you wiggle right now. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> I love how Shane is playing dumb, though. She's just like, yeah, well, I, I don't know what we're talking about. What's happening? I love that she calls it wiggle. You're wiggling. <laughs> it's a whole new like catchphrase thing. Thanks, Elwood. Well, it is important. To, it's important to like know the triggers too. Mm-hmm. That she mm-hmm. specifically calls it out for like this is too real. This is like too much. You know, real life. That it's not about just oh, I see someone else who's attractive. I'm gonna go after that because I can't keep it in my pants. You know, it's like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's definitely different mm-hmm. psychological reasons behind Shane's kind of previous Playboy ways. But Ivy called it out last episode too, where she said that she always pretty much was a fuckboy and always will be. Uh, uh. So that's just Shane. <laughs> yeah. Although I'm, Bet I'm... can change, so so can Shane <laughs> in one episode really fast. <laughs> See, I don't argue. I I don't I don't like the word change. I think that that's like and I'll talk about this more at the end with the bet speech but I think that it's just that's who bet's always been there was just stuff that was like covered up by like trauma and issues and panic and all the other stuff and she just had to like sort through that stuff because I, I think you pretty much like are who you are but it's how much work you put into yourself into how you reflect yourself to the world because we can all like just be bastards and be horrible people and stuff like that but it's you know what you choose to do whether you come off as a good person or a bad person or oh, also for keeper of the timeline the art gallery mm-hmm. night is september the 22nd yes we did get a timestamp. yeah so a little timestamp. that's that's why the things are gonna get even more confusing with the old timeline because we know that episodes one and two took place over two days i need like a little ashes timeline woo 
sound or something. You need like a whiteboard behind you. (laughs) Oh no, she's got one. Here's one I prepared earlier. Oh, good lord. Here's one I prepared earlier. (laughs) Oh, see? (laughs) It's literally a timeline. (laughs) The timeline already doesn't add up. Yeah, I know. Like, wait a minute. It's been two days, too. But it's been a month if Angie were like went to campus for the first night and then the next day it's September yep. 22nd. That's like a month yep. difference. Yeah. At least. Maybe five um, weeks. Like maybe her college really <laughs> is really far away and she had to walk home. And so <laughs> it took her a month to walk home. So technically it's still first night of college. Uh, <laughs> it's also gonna gonna get worse because Next episode, we know oh. Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, episode four. Episode four is Halloween. But then, we, so we've got a month to work with. But we know that in episode one, Danny came home to segregated Seppi, Gigi alone, guarded Gigi, gated Gigi, and she said, "Sophie's going to talk to Alice about her me doing her one hundredth episode." So that would deduce that there should be some sort of like preparation and planning and more than like a day so it is the 100th episode next week so we're probably going to skip like over two weeks and it'll be like maybe i don't know like 10 days before halloween and then episode four is halloween but then we have episodes five six seven eight that are supposed to I think A is ending with Thanksgiving. So we're squashing all those episodes into two and a half, three weeks. And then, because when I when I was on set, take a drink. Oh, that, I, yeah. I've got it right here. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> that they still had... Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, skip forward 45 seconds at least if you do not want to hear any spoilers whatsoever about the end of the season. It's very overarching, nothing specific. Like decorations out that were like pumpkins and shit. So it's like full stuff. And then I think that the last two episodes are supposed to take place over like winter like wintry to i mean like november end of november december but they're going from bet and tina running away together on the 22nd of september and then they're gonna get married in december or, Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like they're talking about it even showtime put it in their in their stuff i mean are they gonna skip are they gonna are they gonna skip a year like or are they gonna skip another year like what what is going on? I really just need you on set to be keeper of the time. I have volunteered my time for free. They do not want. This will be the Halloween episode and you go, beep, excuse me. So it's only supposed to be September still. <laughs> I told them, I told them, I told them I will do the timeline. I will do keeping the OG stories in check, keeping the OG stuff in check. I said, I'll do social media. No, you can be special no. consultant. <laughs> special consult. That was an excellent, an excellent idea. But they, yeah. I think it'll be a like uh, Hallmark 
Christmas movie situation where like Ugh. everyone will pitch in and uh, it was already like a cheesy lesbian rom com at the end of this. <laughs> hey, everyone wants a cheesy lesbian rom com, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but not in the L word. Or like depressing. Like, period piece 1800s. Yes! There is only one acceptable way. (laughs) There is only one acceptable way I will will accept a rom com ending in the L word, and it will involve Shane and Carmen. Right, well, you're not getting that. (laughs) That ship is gone. God damn it. Sarah Shahi will come back, she said. Come on, Marsha. She she's literally tried to fight her way on set, and they still said no. <laughs> I know security's like, nope, nope, you can't come in. <sighs> don't wear a Sarah Shahi. They they don't want my help either. So <laughs> we'll commiserate together. <laughs> yep, we'll take it. We'll, we'll make a spinoff of our own with just Carmen. <laughs> just Carmen. <laughs> Can we just go back to Pictionary for one moment? No, no. Two moments, actually. One, Mikan hasn't told his mum that he's dating Maribel after living with her for eight months. What the fuck? This is going to sound real harsh. Real, real harsh. I really wish I cared. Like, (laughs) (laughs) God, you sound like me with Ben Tina now. Jeez. I, I really, I, just like when that all started, I was like, Well, yeah, welcome about, to welcome to how I feel. Only I love how the like the the not caring has washed over Ash's face. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Do you know what I'm doing? Do you know what I'm doing? I'm replaying the Bettina <laughs> in my head. Oh my gosh! Back to the good stuff then. <laughs> I the the final note is I thought there's nothing they can do to let make these people less interesting and then they were like let's have a baby and then i was like okay oh, like, uh, i need a shot just for that to drink a death death nail for me honestly i think that's why chris and i didn't love bentina from the get-go because it was like episode yeah. one yeah. scene one let's make a baby we're like let's oh. make a baby yeah oh um, yeah exactly <laughs> that was that was a big big hurdle for me that was a big hurdle for me because i do not like that baby shit either so yeah, but it was really a testament to the hotness of Jennifer Beals and Laurel Holloman that I was able to get over that. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> back to them. So, well, we they had their argu- argument, which also just nothing. Like, I mean, bet I will say, like totally get why tina has like some issues around that but like that was just like being cute like she wasn't literally being like you need to stay and i think she was just trying to be like oh don't go you know the way you say to someone like that you know they have the intention of going you know they're going but it's just like oh no stay like uh whenever you're getting up in the morning and you're with someone and and you're like oh i don't want to get up don't go like you know you have to get up and get shit done, but there's Elwood episodes to watch and talk about, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still like that <sighs> Tina was very, like, firm with her boundaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah, she has to be. So I'm not going to put up with your BS again. Like, yeah, she was like, bye. not going to be the bet show again. <laughs> I lived that for 30 years, however long it's been. It's going to be the Tina show now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Tina runs be, this uh... bitch. 
that's going to be a stay-at-home lesbian wife. <laughs> so, yeah, they have their argument. And then I just, like, they're just so good. Like, Jennifer Beals face in that whole scene with Shane and Alice and Shane and Alice are both so like just oh bless them (laughs) they probably feel like saying for fuck's sake not this again and they're just like bet you know come on you can do it you go 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 and yeah I just I love that Alice and Shane were so involved in it and then like I and Angie and Tess and and God did they need Tess because she was the only one who could keep it together and actually be useful. So they all pile into Angie's car and I this is see this is the stuff that like if they if they kept doing stuff like this like it would just be brilliant the way when they're running in the car like they're poking fun at themselves where Bet's like I need to win your mom back again and it's like. Yeah, again, it's again, very again, reminiscent again. of Angela Robinson's work. Yeah, where you could tell where she directed episodes because mm. you were like, "Oh, it's just so fun." Yeah, yeah, they could totally just have the whole show be fun, you know. <laughs> yeah, that'd be an interesting concept that they could explore. But they get, yeah, they get in the car and they're like chasing down Tina's car. Tina has her AirPods in, so she can't hear. I did like that. She's like meditating after stressful, stressful bet bedtime, and they're having to catch up, catch up to the car. And I, I did also like genius the way they're all like Tina, because that's like such that's like one of the most famous things from the show, and they're all screaming Tina, Tina, and then of course Tess is like, oh, you can catch her on foot, and then we get it that she runs through like i don't know about 30 meters of travel (laughs) (laughs) yeah tina's like did you run all the way here yes (laughs) all the way (laughs) clearly all the way here it's like five curlings yeah she was in heels so i'll i'll give her a break but kind of reminded me a little bit of imagine me and you i think that was the point because last season the cliffhanger uh it's always better when we're together that that's from imagine me and you as well so i think this was like more book ending parallel stuff and then yeah bet catches up to the car and delivers one of the best little l word speeches ever i i loved it i thought it was perfect for bet jennifer beals Laura holloman obviously knocked it out of the fucking park 11 out of 10, A plus. Favorite episode. Absolutely. fucking lootly. Absolutely. fucking lootly. That, that scene with Bet and Tina at the end, and then even like the whole thing, I, I even like loved that it was the fact Bet asked and waited until Tina like said, get in the car. And then when Bet gets in the car, like absolutely mauls Tina and it was super cute except the fucking lighting was terrible again yeah it was very dark. that was my only complaint but i this this is the best moment of the l word this was the best moment of whole l word no 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 this what she bar is probably still my my favorite l word moment but this was my best moment of the l word generation q very 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 close second 
is the OG scene in Dana's from this episode. Like those two scenes were brilliant. Loved every second. I love how like she's being all romantic to like Tina in the car and that guy's like, babe, come on. She's like, shut up. But wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that porter is, is still in there, baby. Like she, she's still, yeah. Yeah. still there. Can I say yeah, the one thing I'm I didn't s- like about it? Uh, you what is it? I appreciate that because you I think you'll agree with me here in that I uh, don't know. Like that they cut together the GG accident scene. They put it in the oh. middle. I was like, what? Like hey, are they trying to go for that tension of like, oh, are they going to hit Gigi? Is Gigi going to hit them? Oh. Because they were unrelated. And it oh, was just really awkward. It was yeah, awkward. because I was like, is Tina's car or Angie's car going to be the one that hits her? Yeah, that's what I was like. Is that the angle they were going for? Because it was yeah. really, it was just mm. really awkward placement. And I, I thought, oh, is that what they're going to, is that what they're doing with Gigi? Like they're just stuffing it in the middle of that. Like it felt really out of place. And I'm like, didn't we see... Didn't we see photos of like Gigi being put in a like an ambulance. ambulance? Is that like cut out? Uh, yeah, that's the thing that uh, the, that's how we found. Uh, that's how we initially found out about Gigi leave, leaving because that is basically like one of the last things she shot. But the guy who played the paramedic posted it on his. See, I don't know him, but found him on fucking social media. So he posted, and it's like Gigi being loaded in in like a neck brace. Nat is in the picture and I mean they clearly only have Stephanie Allen for one episode because they're always like hi Nat like on the phone so I I think maybe the cold open might pick up with the accident or something because the episode we know the episode is taking place a further down the road and Gigi is fine so but also like at the end of this episode Nat calls Danny and says, can you come? She's had an accident, yeah. which makes it sound like she's already in the hospital. So I think that yeah, whole so ambulance I, I thing is getting cut yeah. out. Like they're taking less, like we get less GG than what was already in there. They've been cutting out a lot of stuff. Uh, but I mean, they oh, this is the thing. Like people are always like, oh, they delete scenes. And, the, and this is a bit more me ans- answering like some general questions like people ask. But they always overshoot like that that's just tv and they also have things called like a candy bag all where they will basically so like say you know we know the bet and tina kiss there was like this alternate where tina says i have to go and bet says don't and they showed that in this episode but they didn't in the last one so normally big scenes like that or even like funny scenes or scenes that they know are are quite, you know, a high point, they will say, okay, these are the alternates we have to shoot. And there will be like a Bet and Tina one that has like a little bit more dialogue or they could say something extra or different. Or if it's like, I don't know, a, a funny line, like with a punchline, they'll test out like different punchlines and they film them all. And then in the editing process, they, they'll they be like, oh, no, we want this one or change this one out or, you know, snip this bit, blah, blah, blah. So that's that's just television. But there's also just this crazy thing with the L word where they are on showtime. Like they are beholden to no one and they don't have to fit in these like, you know, if you're a show like The Office or Friends, you have to fit in these little pre-packaged amount of minutes because you need so much advertising. But with the L word, they fucking don't and they still do this. And the episodes 
are very short for showtime. So I don't understand. It's 45 minutes. And they're normally like Why they don't. in the high 50s. Sometimes even over yeah. an hour. And when... So my thing is as well that this show that I've been told by many, many, many people who work on it, this show is only here and only on season three because of social media, because of stuff like this, because of fans. And the fact that it is such a heavy social media based show, like Jennifer Beals even talked about this at her interview in San Francisco last week, how they're like even when the L word wasn't on like it was so active on social media so logic would dictate oh these people fucking love the show and talk about it why would you not add on deleted scenes and stuff like that onto even you don't even have to do anything you just need to upload it and we will all do the work for you like you just need to put it somewhere on the dvd or on social media so I've been on this since like the star of my channel. Like, why do we fucking get nothing? No extras, no commentary, no interviews, nada. And so I thought, well, deleted scenes, they don't have to do any fucking work to get those. And what, like one of the first things I, I asked when I was on set was like, can we have deleted scenes and bloopers? Yeah, and then <laughs> they, uh, I told Marja's assistant, Monica, who's like super nice. And so she she said she thought it was a good idea. She told Marja. And then she said to me the other day, because I asked her, when I saw the different Bet and Tina scenes, I said to her, like, oh, we, you know, we need these uh, <laughs> for research purposes. And... <laughs> And she said, oh, they're working on it. I did send Showtime an email saying, hey, you know the way this was, I'm not trying to be that person, but you know how this was like my, my not deleted scenes isn't like as a concept, my idea, but me mentioning it. And so I said like, oh, could, you know, I'd be involved in some way or like blah, blah, blah. But of course they ignored me. So <laughs> they're working on it, but, but yeah well like i just i think you work more on the show than the people who work on the show (laughs) 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 it's like back in the day when we would ask them for like things like hey how about just letting us know what artists you're using in the background or yeah how about we interview some of the cast or crew i was like nope (laughs) shut down so your favorite episode ever yeah my favorite episode ever of gen q I I mean, it makes me a little bit upset too because I just, I don't know like why, it really frustrated me last season, like obviously with the Bet and Tina stuff and like trying to put a good, because nobody wants someone to come on and review a show and just be like, I hate everything. So I, the thing that frustrated me most, even if they didn't want Bet and Tina to get back together last season, was the keeping the OGs separate. I didn't understand that at all. Like, that's the heart of the show, is, like, this relationship these people have with each other. I I mean, like, obviously, I love Bet and Tina, but I love the whole, the cast together. Like, and, and I'm talking about the OGs. That's what the show is. And last season... They, they weren't even together until episode nine. And I know, you know, Jennifer and Eileen at that thing in San Francisco have spoken about, Jennifer said from the very beginning, like, this is what I want. And 
this is what a lot of people have wanted from the beginning and I'm so glad that we got it finally and I just there there is that part of me that's like what could have been you know if we didn't go through like a lot of this stuff could we have had three years of episodes like this I mean you you couldn't get that big Bettina moment without them having like some upset but I think the two episodes from season one that Laurel was in and showing them divorced I mean they could have over season two like worked on things or something but yeah I mean just have to be happy with with what we have and we do have the rest of the season I'm not gonna lie and say that I'm super excited for the for next episode or the few episodes beyond beyond because first time you've ever said that it's of my opinion that Jennifer Beals is the heart of the show like she is and whether you like Bet, whether you like Bet and Tina, she, Bet Porter, like, is the show. And I think it's going to be really different. And I'm also super worried that Leisha and Kate both aren't in an episode each. So we are going to have two episodes that Leisha's only in one and Kate's only in one. So that's, what does that even look like? So I'm looking forward to the end of the season. A lot of Pictionary scenes for you. Yeah, and the fast forward button's gonna be like getting its workout. And that's sad. That's sad that some that someone who's so passionate about the show, who fucking talks about it incessantly, and and that I'm saying I fast forward scenes like that's sad. Although I'm looking forward to more Danny scenes. She was hardly in this episode. Yeah, yeah. But what are they gonna do with her? Yeah. Well, obviously, put her in a hoe phase. <laughs> yeah, and people are going to hate that. Maybe because not people all. Because people, people are just... I think a lot of people, like, all the, the uh, Danny and Gigi people are just going to be like, what the hell's going on? Mm. We'll have to wait and see what it looks like. I did love the text message she sent to Gigi there. Yeah, where it's like, fuck that Porter. <laughs> yeah, that was great. This was a fantastic kind of give the fans what they want episode in regards to Bet and Tina. And I just hope it's enough. I hope it's enough to carry the part of the season that we're dreading. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of episodes. I, I, the thing is too, like, I don't really know that much about episodes five, seven and eight. And I mean, everybody uh, told me they're so excited for episode six that's a musical listen that could go either way because as I've said I'm just not a music person like I I am not I I it's just not in me like I love tv I love movies but there is I mean there is some cool OGs coming back episode four is where I'm like it's gonna be interesting what they do and what happens there because that is the first episode without you know the people that most people would say are their favorites it's a halloween episode there's lots of guest stars and yeah there's some people coming back and 
then the the musical where I think they're gonna basically have them because in the trailer you can see like Alice and Shane where they nearly kiss and like it's like Danny, Sophie and all that behind them. So I think they're gonna do literally all of them together at like this ayahuasca thing and then I guess they like hallucinate that's when the musical thing comes in. Only yeah. way it makes sense. <laughs> it's weird to kind of like know the ending a bit, but like not know. But not the middle how part. We get there. Yeah. 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 Yeah, L word brought to you by Get the Guest Stars. <laughs> Which is literally what what did I just say? The heart of the show is this relation is Bette Porter and the relationship that all these people have together. So like literally the opposite of that is bringing guest stars in every week. So I mean, I love a TV episode musical. I mean, there's no better way to refresh like, you know, usually it's like a season five six mm-hmm. situation mm-hmm. before we get a musical and they can't all be once more with feeling but we can we can hope we can cross oh, our fingers yeah. that it's good so that was the episode let us know what you thought of los angeles traffic was it everything you hoped and dreamed for or were you wondering where bet's passport was <laughs> Next week, we shall be back with episode three, of course. And yeah, big Danny and Gigi stuff is going to go down in that episode. Let us know your thoughts and feelings on the show so far. Make sure that you're following us over on Instagram and go over there to check out our weekly drinks that we make that are all L word themed. Our personal Instagram accounts are linked below. And you can also find Chris and Jess at thelwordonline.com. And you can find the video version of the show and any of the videos from my channel that I've spoken about in this recording and that's on my channel ash silver on youtube that is linked below too thank you so much for watching and we'll see you back here next week bye bye, bye.